That's one beer for you, two for me, three or four more. High five, I gotta pee. Ew. That's six, seven, eight, mate, fine, cheers. Then let's sleep. We're nine beers deep. Nine beers deep. Isn't that funny how as humans, it's like, in a, one meeting of a person, you can be completely certain you want nothing to do with this human being, right? Yeah. But if it's just good stuff, you're kind of like, I don't know, we'll see. You know, I, it's not just right? like you don't accept that as face value as fast it's as like, you do the shitty you're stuff. You're probably some sneaky fuck. Yeah, like, <laughs> hmm. like hiding everything. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. That is really weird, and you just like make these like rash judgments. Yeah. Um, um, and no forgiveness for the negatives. Like somebody like rubs no. you. No, face, you'll just you know? not talk to them again. Yeah. And just it's the assumption is they are that. <laughs> you know oh, shit i wonder how many people i've come across oh, dude. like uh that gay boy is an asshole uh-huh. and i want nothing to do with him well i mean i even thinking about when we were doing hamlet lisa a girl that was in the play who played my mom who we had gone to school with for years at this time after the show closed like told me she was like yeah man i'm not gonna lie since like the first time I met you, I just assumed you were a douchebag. <laughs> like I just looked at you and just assumed you were a tool and would have never given you the chance had we not been forced to interact together so much. And then I realized you were a nice person. <laughs> I was like, oh well, my thanks, God. I guess. Jesus <laughs> and that's like when we did Midsummer. Uh-huh. Um, I had just had LASIK eye surgery. And so I had to wear sunglasses at all times for it was like i can't remember how long just until my eyes had healed yeah, a certain I remember that. you had like, to do drops because you oh all through rehearsal process you find those little plastic drop things that you get from the eye doctor because you just like squirt it in your eye and i don't know if you just like flick it or just like set it down thinking i'll pick that up in a second it was yeah everywhere everywhere at the bistro everywhere in the theater yeah it what it would be was um because i had to take them so often because my vision would start to get all fucked up and I had no depth perception. And because of that show, I was constantly climbing up on shit. Yeah. And do I needed it. Like, yeah. I would... And it was, like, such short times between uh, in between being on stage and off stage. I would go grab some, and I would place them around the set where I knew I would be yeah. because I knew yeah. I would need them by that time. So then I would use them because I needed them. And then it's black, so I'd be, I would set them down thinking, oh, I'm going to grab it, like, clean them up, yeah. you know, at Later, the end. After, yeah. And it, and then, you know, by the end, someone's always like, I found your eye drop sitting around. And it was like, I was going to, I was going to get them. And then I just said, fuck it. You know what? Fuck it. I'm already catching shit. I'm just going to leave them. I don't care. But there was a kid in there that played opposite of you. What was his name? One of the lovers. Oh, yeah. Um, he played um, Demetrius. Yeah. Uh, Aram. Yeah. Aram. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, I, because my eyes were, I mean, I think I stopped wearing the glasses right before the show opened. He came up to me and he was like, said something. I said something. Someone was asking me because I didn't have the glasses on. They're like, oh, your eyes are better. Like your eyes are good now. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't have to wear the sunglasses all the time. And he was like, I just assumed you were a fool of yourself, like a douchebag. Cody, I mean. So you think after like maybe the second or third person that said, oh, you're a douchebag. You change your ways, man. You're. Dude, that wasn't even me. I'm, kid- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Eye surgery. <laughs> so many people would give me shit about Whoa. it at the restaurant too that we worked at. You know, oh yeah. Why are you wearing sunglasses? I'm like what? Well, let me go into my long story about why. I'm- yeah. Let me have to explain myself. Oh wait, I don't owe you anything. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck. Idiot. Oh, anyway, well that just took a turn. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been a pretty steady thing. And it's kind of weird now that I'm at a place in life that people just assume I'm like a super nice guy. And I'm also not that. <clears throat> so it's like. <laughs> Dude, that's not true. That's absolutely not true. You are well, I you mean, are very much a nice guy who cares about other people. I'm not going to sit here. And oh, like, yeah. No, you definitely. feel better, but like you, yeah. But, but people, you know, it's like just funny because like there'll be, you know, like at work or stuff, they're like, I can just never imagine you getting upset at someone or being a certain way. And I'm like, well, you just have no fucking idea. Like I've worked really hard to be 
a better well, human. But... I think that's great. That that's an actual testament to you trying as a human yeah. to be better. I yeah. think that's great, dude. Yeah, sometimes I think back on life and I was like, man, I was an asshole. I was pretty fierce. Like <laughs> in the sense you, that I would, you know, unapologetically you and I have flipped. <laughs> because all growing up and everything is like, oh, Seth is such a nice guy. What a funny dude. And now everybody that I know is like, oh, Seth, yeah, you're a fucking asshole, dude. You know that? And I'm like, Man. what? I thought I was, everyone always told me I was nice. No, I guess that like the life crept in and my bitterness got into my black <laughs> heart. And <laughs> well, and you got to think you were and are a very nice person. But you also fit in with me and my friends and could hang out with me and my friends. And my friends were known as assholes. So yeah. it's like, yeah. that did mean shit, you know? So Sure. So you're saying I learned from the best. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you always had it in you and you just adapted well, you know? Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, God. Oh, Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime. Oh, Nine Beers Deep, episode five. Shit. I'm Cody Shelton. And I am Seth Harmon. I feel like not one time we have done that where I haven't talked over you, dude. I'm so sorry. No, that's Every okay. Every single time you're like, Nine Beers Deep, I'm Cody Sh And Seth is just, hey, like, it's going to make some sort of noise. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just hear you talking and I just want to shut you the fuck up, I guess. <laughs> I'm really so sorry. True. I'm so sorry. So true. Oh, specifically on the intro. Nine Beers Deep. Hey, God, my God, I know. we're going on down around here now. <laughs> fuck. Damn it. I was, I've been trying to do better, dude. I'm trying to do better. You're doing great, man. We both have room for improvement. <clears throat> but we're getting better every day. Yeah. At this shit. I'm dragging ass real bad today. I feel dude. beat up. I felt just nothing in the tank. I don't know if that's everybody listening. Uh, there's something in the air, but man. It's hard to get out of bed these past few days. Oh, I absolutely agree. I mean, like now I'm just like, I find it so much easier to get in my head because I have this yeah. downtime and yeah. I don't, I mean, when I'm downtime, I just here at my place by myself. Right. And it's like, okay, well, I guess it's, let me have a conversation with Blake real quick. <laughs> let me think about my life and contemplate the choices that I've made. <laughs> right. Blake's his cat, by the way. Oh yeah. Blake the cat. That's why I had to give myself, I had to just adapt to the prison life fast. Cause I was like, I'm going to get dark. I have to set a lot of goals. We've talked about this so many yeah. times uh, on the phone, but I made just a list of things. And now I think a part of my problem is I've fallen off of almost all of those things. Goal setting. It's important. Even whenever the world is shut down, you still have to find things to do to keep yourself sharp, you know? Yeah. Cause if not, you just want to die. Die, die, more and more every day. So I think my favorite thing is that you sing, I think, every time <laughs> I'm on the phone with you. You always <laughs> throw out some random song. That you're like, <laughs> yeah, so... Your I heart is full of music. Very against singing. Didn't like to sing. Oh, like no. when Seth and I were an undergrad. Yeah. It would take uh, musical I mean, theater class, man. Musical theater. I never fucking showed up. Oh my God. Never showed up. I showed that up on the, the first best. day. I don't know if I ever came back. Um, I don't know. I think that maybe you came and you sat in maybe one yeah. or two more times, but it was days that you knew you weren't going to have to perform or like yeah. do a song for the class. Um, yeah. Cause I think that was why like, you were like, I'm not coming to class today. <laughs> I have to come, I'm gonna have oh to yeah. Play. Yeah. I was terrified to sing. Terrified. You sing all the time now. Yeah. And I've recently realized that I really love improv work and that's like been a component of it is that they'll make yeah. you make up fucking songs. Yeah. So now this is how I insult my girlfriend is that I'll just make up songs about her. If she's Wait. getting on to me about something, I'll just so, create okay. a song. Do you, do you have a song prepared? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> no, don't no. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. She'll get mad. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was working on one the other day, though. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. You can always test out your material with me. Go ahead. Anytime. 
<laughs> I do want to hear that. I'll song just start sending though. you voice memos okay. or like voice texts. <laughs> Please do. But the title of that song was "My Girlfriend Shows Me She Loves Me by Telling Me She Hates Me." Oh my! That was God. the title of my song. That was the. That's the title. Is that what you call it? Yeah. That's the title. That's the title. Yeah. All right. That's a that's a long title, but I think that that adds yeah. to it. I think she shows me right. she loves me by telling me she hates me. Hates me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Oh my goodness! So I've been watching some movies. You know what's weird is as much time as we've had with everything being locked down, I haven't watched that much. Like I haven't really watched a ton of Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever. Yeah. I, I watch, and if I do, I don't watch shit I've never seen. I'll right. still watch the shit I've already Same seen. Shit. Like, Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? I have so far. I have rewatched the entire season of Friends, uh, the entire season of Law Lo- or series of Lost. Entire wow. series of How I Met Your Mother. Tire, <laughs> like, re, these are all shows I've seen. Like, the list goes wow. on and on. They're like, you know, oh, all of Parks and Rec, all of The Office. Rewatched them all. These are like se- seven, eight season long. Wow. Shows. How have how you just invested your time, huh? I just would sit on the couch and just be like, well, what else am I supposed to do? I can't go outside. I can't do anything. Right. Just get high uh, and watch a season of something. No, I didn't at the first like month and a half. I had no access to. Oh, that's rough. To huh? My green. And it was. That's so rough. rough. Yeah. So it was just sober Seth. Well, I wouldn't say sober. I'll say yeah. alcoholic Seth. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely aren't <laughs> sober by any fucking means. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't think anybody like almost anybody was sober. Oh, man. What a great wow. time to own a liquor store. Jesus. You know? Yeah. They're making bank. Oh, I became best friends with the liquor store in the corner. Like yeah. all the people that worked there, I'd go in and I'd get like two bottles of champagne and like uh, a case of beer and this and that. And then like I'd show up back, like I do that at like 11 a.m. when they open. And then I'd be back at six and I'd be like, hey guys, I did another round. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, another round. Go ahead, serve it up. <laughs> they are nice people. They are. Whenever I was visiting, I couldn't understand a word the man was saying, but he's a nice guy. He'll talk your ear off. Wait, who was it? Was the guy with the long hair? Yeah. Yeah. He's and it's nice. mostly you can't understand what he's saying because he has um, some kind of accent and a mask. Really, the big part was the mask. Not it, a, like it was a, just like not like a thick accent that like a like a like a Boston accent or something. Yeah, it's like, like, like it's, it's like, like a, a, an American some kind of regional accent. Yeah. I, yeah, been, it does seem Boston or something. Like a, I don't know what the fuck. It might have been just a like a thick Chicago accent. It could have been a really thick Chicago accent. But I I mean I caught every other word he said. And yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he talks he talked he didn't even talk fast. That's the part that's crazy. Is that and maybe it's because we were pretty much always drunk the time we got there that I would be trying to like listen to what this man's saying as we're buying beer. And I was like, I don't totally man like i'm just guessing at responses oh yeah that's such a that's such a stressful position to be in when someone is like communicating something and they're making direct eye contact with you and waiting for you to respond to whatever they just said and it's like yeah. i have no idea what she just said yeah yeah, yeah dude yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and sometimes it's like i i even and i'm i'm pretty good about saying like hey i'm sorry i didn't catch that i'll say that at least once twice maybe but after, but after twice, that, I just write yeah. it off. Uh-huh. I just, I'm just like, okay, we're both over this by now. I'm just going to make up a response because I still can't understand you. Well, I and have we'll move on. such bad hearing at times. Uh, and then the mass thing just really hurts. So like when I'm at like my table or serving and I can't hear someone the other day, oh, this is really embarrassing. I still don't know what this gentleman was saying to me. Uh, he said something to me. He was like, we were, I was, I went up, I like was going to take their order. And like, I threw out like the, sh- like the basic spiel of what you say as a server to your table. And then he made a joke or he said something or what, he asked me a question. I don't know. And I just like, did my, <laughs> did my service oh, no. laugh? I was just like, <laughs> and he stared at me. He was like, no, uh, what? And then he said, whatever it was again, <laughs> And I was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> and I turned around, I walked away before he could say it again. Cause like, I was not going to even pretend that I was going to get anywhere near him to have him repeat himself again. No. Uh-uh. Uh, I ran away. So you never figured bit. it out. Never figured it out. I just ran away. I wasn't there for it. I wasn't in the mood to sit here and try and uh, figure oh my out what God. this guy was saying. <laughs> Oh man! Whatever that is, <laughs> and that's not the first time that that has happened to me in my life. Yeah, no shit. Not so, even with Seth, a mask, like just regular, like this. Seth, it could it could be any. It is the easiest thing to for Seth to lose his his attention. So Seth and I, we obviously we communicate quite a bit, and this is something he's notorious from for. He'll call me. He'll call me. And want to talk and then ask me a question. And I know it's going to happen because I'll hear his door opening to go outside to smoke a cigarette. So if any interference has happened, if he's having to do any task, like open a door, close a door, walk and breathe, you can tell a whole story and it's obvious he does not hear anything you're saying. <laughs> and then sometimes this fun game that I like to play now, Oh no. Oh no. I know he doesn't know what's being said. Uh-huh. So I'll just stop abruptly and then I like to wait and see how long it takes him to realize I've stopped talking. And I'll Fuck stop you, it dude. in a way. Fuck you, <laughs> I'll dude. stop the conversation in a way. It, the only real response would to be like, "Wait, what happened?" or because I didn't I've never finished it. I never said it. So I'll be like, "Yeah, I went to the gym and and then eventually, sometimes minutes after, he'll be like, hell yeah. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden he realizes minutes have gone by and no one's talking. Hell yeah, man. That's always hell the yeah. thing he'll say. Fuck oh, hell you, yeah. Dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. God damn it. Then I'll be like, what are you doing, man? He's like, oh, I'm smoking. Staying outside smoking. So the whole travel time, he's just, he can't be spoken to. Like nothing well, is being received. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, I want to, I want to smoke my cigarette while I'm on the phone with you, but right. the travel time from point A to point B, I need that so time, would, but I'm not going to go out and start a cigarette because if you don't answer, then I'm just standing out there being a loser, smoking a cigarette by myself. Oh my so you, you're, you're there to smoke a cigarette with me in spirit. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Like, as you say, it, I get why you do it. But yeah. it's the dumbest shit ever because you, <laughs> you, there's such a five minute period where you're like out of service. You might as well, your phone might as well just have gone dead. Oh, dude. You know what's real sad is I get that from my dad. My dad is the same exact way. He just blocks people out. Like he can zone someone out. Uh, <laughs> have I ever done this to you? Now I need you to be honest because my dad does this all the time. Like neighbors would complain. He'd be in the middle of a conversation. Like, really engage blank blank face turn around walk away in mid conversation without even acknowledging that he was done with the conversation and people think that he is pissed at them because he just in his head the conversation's over and he's done with you and he walks away have i ever done that to you i don't think i do you've never done it in person to me you do that on the phone all the time okay Almost every phone conversation that happens. I'm so sorry, dude. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're making progress. You're making your leaps and oh, okay. bounds. Okay, all right, all right. Strides. Well, my attention span is only it's like a, it's horrible. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's as much. It even like, happens when he's speaking. When he's speaking, it happens. Well, that's more of like me just trying to put two thoughts together. <laughs> Not happening. It's not happening. Takes, takes a while. Yeah, it's just not happening. Like things aren't firing correctly up there. So I just need <laughs> a second for like to travel to where my mouth is at. I wish, and we're both guilty of this because we get drunk on this podcast. But we, when we edit this, we have to edit out, you know, all the dead air. And there are so many dead airs where Seth will be like, mid story. I went to the grocery store and. There was a guy there, uh, and it's just like, what? Why did you stop speaking? It's like it's just like a weird gap of 
five seconds of dead air and then he like picks it up but there's no uh there's no like filler word he just stops and then we'll start talking again like (laughs) that's just how long it takes my brain to (laughs) to uh, fire fire yeah it does i need that i need story time in my head first before it comes out of my mouth oh that's so funny (laughs) i don't know if i've talked to you because i haven't we haven't talked like all week so i don't know if i've told you the story yet um sarah and i were walking in the park over here the other day mm-hmm. uh we just decided like we're gonna Seth have lives a in chicago day. just a reminder so i live in chicago there's a little park next to where i live um it's beautiful it's kind of big so like you can just like walk in circles and uh just chill and there's lots of little paths that you can go through so sarah and i my friend sarah we're just walking through we're smoking we are, have our cans of wine with us and we're just <laughs> drinking a little bit um and we walk through this little section of the park that there's like a path and it's right next to this kid like a kiddie park so like jungle gyms are there like a little water park uh and there's tons of kids in there with like their families right lots of people you got a charge right is this about you about being doing something weird no this okay all right all right drink your beer go ahead uh, don't distract me. Once I have a, if you make me, if you get me off track, I will lose no, dude. it all. Um, I'm walking. So we're walking by and I see this dude laying on the ground, like just, it looks like his legs are twisted. He's sitting right next to a bench and it looked like maybe he had fallen out of it. And I turned to Sarah and I was like, so is that dude? Okay. Do I need to go check on him? Like, and she said, just a, like, there's people around and he's probably fine. And I was like, well, I'm just going to go double check. So I walk over to him and I'm like, sir, are you okay, sir? So then I noticed that there's like, I guess like medical release papers on the bench. He has, you know, those little um, sticky patches that they put on you that uh, they attach uh, to monitor your vitals. They're still on him. And I can see it because his shirt is raised up. So they're like all on his stomach. So I'm like, okay, this dude is, there's something going on. Nobody's doing anything. He's not responding to me. He's very, he's not breathing very hard. And so I was like, Sarah, go ahead and call the police. Like, or call 911, get some paramedics here. Because either this guy escaped from the hospital or something happened and he's like fucked up and he's passed out here. So she goes, calls the people, they're on their way, sirens come through. She goes to go get them and bring them where we're at in the park. I'm standing there. The sun is just like beating down on this dude. So I'm like standing in this way of the sun, making sure it doesn't like hit him in the face anymore. Like being, trying to be a nice human. And then everybody in the park is like, what are you doing? Why are you calling the police? And I was like, well, because he's passed out. And they're like, oh, that dude has been there for four hours. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, he's just been, he fell out off the bench and he's been laying there for four hours. Like he's been laying in the sun, passed out, probably hit his head. Who knows? Could be fucked up on something. And nobody moved. And then the, the lady was like, uh, oh, this is a terrible place for him to do this because there's kids running around and everything. I was like, yeah, and you haven't done anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just let him lay here and you and your family was out here for four hours and you didn't do anything? Um, so I got really upset. And then they started being like, you shouldn't have called anybody. Like, he's probably just a drug addict. Um, he'll wake up and he'll be fine. And I was like, that... That doesn't, I'm sorry, that doesn't compute with me. He is obviously needs help and no one is doing it. So then the paramedics come, they like wake him up, they get him on the stretcher, they take him away. I'm walking and I'm thinking I did something wrong this whole time. Like I did the wrong thing by helping somebody out just because everybody else, every single other person was like, you shouldn't have done anything. And I was like, I, I don't understand that. I don't get it. Um, Man, isn't that sort of the world we're living in right now? And you it's know? so upsetting. And like, I get like, yeah, maybe this area, like, what if, the, what if like he was involved in some sort of like gang activity 
and there are other people watching. Like, and I know that like, that is a big thing in this neighborhood where like, you don't help out somebody who, you know, does that make sense? Like you don't, right. if they're fucked up because of somebody beat the shit out of them, they, they did that for a reason. Don't help that person, you know? Yeah. Like there is that kind of mindset, but that doesn't take away the fact that this dude is laying in the sun for multiple hours and needed help. And that made me think like, well, what if I'd gone for a run, sat on the bench, passed the fuck out and everybody just thought I was a fucking drug addict laying on the ground. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on, on that? I mean, that's fucking feel, dark. Okay. It's dark, I but feel that- really weird about it. I had to call my, my friend Beth and ask her, she's a paramedic. And I was like, did I waste everybody's time? Did I do the wrong thing? She's like, no, <laughs> like you yeah. did, you were, did the human thing. And that's just a group of people that are desensitized. And then also they lack empathy. Right. So right. that the person you're just, des- you were describing at no point thought past themselves or their family. Right. What was theirs. Right. So they just assume, Oh, this person is a ho- is a fuck up. This person also like no one's ever died from drugs, you know. Right. If he's not moved in a long ass time, he at least see if he's okay. Right. Now I say all this, dude. I live in Hollywood. This is on every street corner. Whenever you're walking, right. There's just somebody laying on the ground, and a lot of times the assumption is like, oh, they has to be like whacked out on heroin or something, you know, like they're not dead, but they are just unconscious. They just lay down on the street, you know? Right. In the sh- and, uh, and there was one time. And so you get used to seeing that all the time. And then you just assume everyone's okay. You know? Right. Well, and uh, that's the when, thing is like, even here though, there's that that's, there's, I mean, people just laying on the street, which right. is not okay. There needs to be better access for people who need help, who are homeless. And I know that sometimes it's about accepting help as well. And I get all that. But so I understand like walking by and down the street and seeing somebody laying on the fucking ground and thinking, okay, well, that's just a homeless person that is on the ground right now. And I'm going about my day. Right. But this was like in the middle of a park with like kids running around. It looked weird. It made me uncomfortable. Whatever. I guess he's okay. I don't know. Either that or he's drugged out again somewhere. Probably. Yeah. But at least he didn't die. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. At the know. very least, he probably need fluids, you know? Right. After being outside in direct sunlight for multiple hours. <laughs> he's been there for four hours. Dude, dumbass. What? How are you? And that's the best part about this story that you're telling is that in their mind, they're completely justified in what they're saying. Right. Right. It's not a ridiculous thought. Right. That I've just ignored this human that fell over. I watched him fall over and then not move again. Right. For four hours. That's. Who does that? Who even takes a four hour nap? You know, that's a sleep. He just right. took a, a half a sleep. He, I, I don't think it was sleep. No. Well, it's definitely drugs. Or, or he fell off the bench and hit his fucking head. Right. He's fucking knocked out for, until his brain starts bleeding. So how slowly. was he when he woke up? Uh, he, so they woke him up. He was able to get back up on the bench and then kind of fell back down. And then they helped him up onto the stretcher. So he wasn't responding to any questions he wasn't able to create words but he was able Hmm. to move yeah how old was this person probably in his like mid 30s early 30s my girlfriend shows me she loves me by telling me she hates me there it is hates me serious news here we go this just goes to tell you that acting, TV, it touches people. It moves people. It inspires them to do things that are outside of their comfort zone, to heal bridges. We build bridges with theater, with acting, right? 
This also most reputable source from The Onion. <clears throat> this is the title from The Onion. Unclear what about the cereal commercial prompted Dad to reveal past affair. So, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Nothing that a cereal ad had absolutely uh, nothing that the cereal ad had absolutely zero to do with material. That's horribly written. Onion, listen to this. <laughs> nothing that the cereal ad had absolutely zero to do with marital indiscretions. What? You make a living writing this? Does that make sense? I'm reading this. No, Let's say, hear it again. Say, say that one more time. Read it slowly. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Dash. Nothing that the serial ad had absolutely zero to do with marital indiscretions. Local man William Harris told reporters Friday that it was entirely unclear what about Honey Nut Cheerios commercial he had just watched prompted his father to reveal past affairs. That's one sentence. Is any of this in quotes? Is anything separated? No. It's all just no. like... Okay, here. Do you want to hear it again? <laughs> yeah, this? I do. This is... Fort Lauderdale, Florida, dash. Okay. Nothing that the serial ad had absolutely zero to do with marital indiscretions, comma, local man William Harris told reporters Friday that it was entirely unclear what about the Honey Nut Cheerios commercial he had just watched prompted his father to reveal his past affair, period. What the fuck? Wait, so is the joke the... Is the joke the writing? Or is well, this joke- is only serious news. This is only serious news oh, yeah, and most reputable right. sources. Um, so that's painful. I'm no English major, English major, but what? Were you drunk when you wrote this, sir? Uh, come on the podcast and talk about... <laughs> please come on the podcast and explain what you were thinking when you proofread that and gave it the green and- light. And who you're, and also who's the editor? Yeah, the editor in chief. Um, oh, that makes me think of um, the Mary Tyler Moore show. I love that show. Who can turn the world on with her smile? <laughs> yeah. Throw the hat up. And then she throws the hat in the air. Um, oh, that so, sounded like you're about to sing uh, Laverne and Shirley, right? Isn't that the one? Yeah, Laverne and Shirley. Oh, no, what was no that but that's that? the end of Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, the end of the song is like, buh, 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 ah, and she throws yeah. the hat in the air on the bit, and it freezes and she smiles. Oh, wait, what is that song? Is it, is Mary Tyler Moore's song the, we're gonna do it? Uh-uh. I think that's Laverne and Shirley. Like, no, who can turn the world on with her smile? Yeah. Who can make it oh. a nothing day suddenly seem, it, wait, suddenly seem, worthwhile but you girl and you should know it each glance and every right. little movement yeah, you show you it. it love is all around don't, don't need, need to waste it yeah wow uh, i have not seen that in over a decade in a long how time. the fuck that just tells well, that power i mean laverne and shirley that's why i was uh, my mind immediately went there i was like yeah because yeah. oh, laverne that's a spinoff from mary tyler moore yeah. correct no laverne and shirley is a spinoff from happy days Oh, what? Dude, you're... Okay, will you please look at Mary Tyler Moore and see yes. if Laverne... Rhoda, right? Is that oh, maybe it was Rhoda. Well, shit. Oh, what a great cast. Mary Tyler Moore. Such a uh, good... Edward Asner, Valerie Harper, Ted Knight, Georgia Ingle, who's... I love her. Betty White, Cloris Leachman. What the fuck? What a great Such cast a great that cast. was. And the, it just keeps going. Like, so many famous names are on there. Uh, I grew up watching the Dick Van Dyke show. Oh, I love Dick Van Dyke. It's one of the best, like... When he trips over the coffee table in the intro. Yes. Oh, oh, or sometimes he didn't. Sometimes he didn't. He and would, like, catch it. around. And move around it. Yeah. Okay, so before we move on, we can... But what is your favorite Dick Van Dyke episode? Oh. you remember? I know what um, mine is, and it will never change. It's always... Fuck, I'm blinking. There was a Halloween episode I really liked. I bet it's... Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. There was that one, too. Um, there's um, two Halloween episodes. Fuck. I'm trying to remember what happens in it, but it's, like, very bizarre. Is it the it's one like, with the walnuts? 
Yes, the one with the yeah, walnuts. That's my favorite too. Yeah, the one with yes. the walnuts is the best. But then they also did one where they go to a haunted house and it's oh. all four of them trapped in the haunted house. Um, and like people keep disappearing. I don't one remember by that one. one. That yeah, one's need really to watch good. That. Let's, hey, break down the walnuts one for me again because I can't remember. I just remember the walnuts so was the key the walnut, element. The walnut one had, um, I guess, okay, so what happens is it starts off with them in bed. Uh-huh. Uh, in their separate beds, <laughs> yes. watching uh, a scary movie together. And this guy that is coming on uh, Rob's TV show, which is Dick Van Dyke's show, that they're having him on as a guest star, he's starring in this scary movie that they're watching at night in bed. And so they have nightmares. And the nightmare is kind of like a joint nightmare that they both have and they both That's experience. Right. And so it's about him being an alien that he puts, I guess, That's like right. the orb in the walnut and he has eyes in the back of his head that he can always see people. And so he's always just like, I see you. And like, Colac. That's Colac, right. Colac, yeah. And so once you turn, once he turns you, then you get eyes in the back of your head. That's right. And yeah. she was feeling the back of her head and she was like, uh, she was like Yeah. That she had it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, yeah. the walnuts come down and uh, Rob or Dick Van Dyke falls down and then she slides down the walnuts and, like, kicks her legs up. Great but, episode. Great episode. Dude. Fuck, that was a good show. Sidestep from uh, news, serious news. We need to just have a, a segment where we just talk about a, a TV show and one episode that we really like. Dude, you know what we should yeah. do a segment? It's just, we'll just do a Dick Van Dyke segment. Let's start oh. from the beginning and we'll break down episodes, like our thoughts from one till the end. Oh, dude, or that's until a great we're tired idea. of it. I think that's a great idea. Uh, uh, because there's so many awesome, interesting facts about things that were happening during this time. Like, even, right. you know, because we bring up the separate beds. And um, um, I Love Lucy was the first show to ever have right. a couple in one bed together which they were able to do that which we should also do that with i love lucy because i love man i love lucy so so she's hilarious and she you know that this is also a side step back we're getting tons of rabbit trails here she was the one who really pushed for star trek was she really because she was like in like part she was on the board for the desi lou productions and they were they didn't think it was gonna be good and she pushed and she pushed and she pushed and she got it. I and think look she, at I what think it she, was. I think she over overrid or overrode the rest of the board members and said we're doing this. Wow. Um I don't quote me on that, but I, I remember reading something a while back about that. About I've never her heard saying that. I, how cool it would have been to have met this woman. Right. She had so many struggles, but then also like was such a powerhouse at a time that that was not really happening too much for women, you know, like right. in television, I guess, um, from what my understanding is of it. And I'm speaking out of ignorance, just of all the stuff that I've watched and, yeah. um, but also to tie this in to another rabbit trail, which is what our show should be called rabbit trail. Um, nine rabbit trails, <laughs> rabbit trails. Um, Rob Lowe was telling a story. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast and he was talking about, when he bombed during the Oscars and it's because he did a musical number with snow white and it was just bad. You can watch it. It it is. And it is very bad. He knew it was bad. He knew it bombed and he walked back stage afterwards. He said, there's an older woman sitting in the back and um, like waves him over and he sits down and she like takes his hand or whatever and it was like, I had no idea you had such a lovely singing voice. And he said he was wrecked because he knew it just bombed horribly. Right. And it was Lucille Ball. <clears throat> she was just sitting in the back. She watched the whole thing and then held his hand and like told him how good he was and then sat and watched the Oscars with him like that. Like just comforted him. And I was like, what a solid woman, you know? Right. She and knew it was garbage. You watch, you go back and you watch the I Love Lucy show. She's just someone who is so brilliant because, like, comedic, her her comedic brilliance. Yeah. Uh, She's a great actor. And and also, moments where they do have like serious, heartfelt moments. She was a brilliant actress, but 
like just mind blowing when it came to comedy because she, I think that she understood, which I feel like we're as, as actors, we're always learning and like, there's so much to learn, especially like in different genres and what you touch on. But she truly understood that comedy is just about truth and just right. being honest. And if you can just be just put your heart out there and just like really be just like gross and honest about yourself. She, people love that even more. And then her physical right. comedy on top of that, uh, on top of her truth, it, it, she was, just, she was an amazing woman. Yeah. What an incredible yeah. human being. Lucille Ball. You're the best. Yeah. But yeah. For Mary Tyler, we're slowly going Mary back. We're, we're stepping back from our record. Another girls. incredible person. I wish I could have spent amazing five fucking minutes with. Um, I would have to look this up, but I'm pretty sure this is true. Fact check before we don't edit this. But I'm pretty sure this is accurate, that this was such a big deal for her to wear pants on the day. Oh, I remember show. that. Yeah. Because of she was like, I'm a housewife. Why would I fucking wear a dress? Right. And it's like, because that's what you do. You're a woman. And she's like, that. I'm, I'm wearing slacks. Yeah. And it was a huge, like, fight. Um, wow! And what a dumb, crazy to think that these things were issues. Have. Yeah, like who gives a fuck? Right. If a woman wants to wear pants or a dress, I don't. I could care. Like, what? That's I mean, crazy. But dude, you 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 moved to the future, and now you're. We've had the same over the last decade. We've had very similar conversations. Who gives a fuck if a man wears a dress? Like that's true. Like yeah, we're having the same true. exact conversations about because if someone is uncomfortable, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Somebody's they're comfortable. If they're comfortable doing that, what the fuck doesn't matter. Right. If an actor or whoever it is that or just a human on the street wants to wear a fucking dress, let them wear a fucking dress. Who right. cares? Nobody's asking you to wear a goddamn dress. Right. <laughs> uh, I think it could be nice though with the dress because you get the up breeze at all yeah. times. I mean, I do like the times in my life where I've worn heels because I, I, then I'm just a monster. I'm like six, four. Yeah. You are very tall yeah. with the heels on. And my, I'm, my legs look good in heels. Yeah. Cause it, it gets, you know, that's another thing that the, like I, a little life hack is that it elevates your ass and makes your quads pop and your calves mm-hmm. because of how you're positioned, your foot's yeah. position. So Truth. You want to give that booty a little lift, throw some heels on, mock around. Done. And it'll do it. And I do that around my house. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, back, okay, so let's take a step back again. We were talking about Mary Tyler Moore, and then we were like, you sang the theme song for Mary Tyler Moore. You were telling a story. So another rabbit trail. You want to talk about <laughs> what the fuck were someone you that I was about? like obsessed with as a child. I dream of Jeannie. What was her name? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. What was her name? So hot. Um, so beautiful. And then great at and another, just another great actor. As a child, I was enamored with that person. Uh, Barbara Eden. Yeah. Oh, Barb. <laughs> look, at, ah, look at her. Smoke show. I love that. I can't yeah. do the nose thing. Though. Little nose thing. Burka, burka. Um. Oh, and then Mary wasn't Mary Tyler Moore in Bewitched as well. Was that Mary in, Tyler Moore in what? Bewitched. In the movie. The TV show? No, the TV show. Oh, that's right. Oh, fuck. There was a whole TV show called Bewitched, wasn't there? Because they yeah. also did a remake movie, which in my head, I guess I thought they were remaking I Dream of Jeannie. But no, there was a TV show called Bewitched. Uh, no, yeah. that uh, I don't know if she was. Oh, it was Elizabeth Montgomery. That's who it was. Uh, did Mary Tyler Moore maybe have a, a role on it? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But Elizabeth Montgomery. Oh, Samantha. Bewitched. Bewitched is the nose one. Yeah. The picker, picker? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, I do head bob. Oh, yeah. She, mm, yeah, a little head bob. Oh, and the Man, movie. great yeah. shows. What an incredible for time. Real. Thank you, Nick at Night, for allowing us as children to watch 
Yeah. So many great shows. And yeah. then, I mean, jump decades ahead, but then the wonder years, come on, come on. That's an incredible show. What would you do? You've never seen it. Have you? Seen you motherfucker. Episode. Never seen one episode. That's why you're well, I take, I take it back. I'm, I think that when I was younger, I watched maybe like two or three episodes like in passing, but it was never something that I watched, but I, I don't know for sure. And I'll have to ask my mom, but I don't think that I was allowed to watch Wonder Years because they, dealt, the crazy with, thing. Why? they dealt with ad- a, like adult content or adult topics. Like what? Your parents were full of shit. Because they were they like, said. because they were kids in high school dealing with like puberty. They didn't start in high school though. They were like right? little. And yeah, then they eventually it got, got to high school. I think it was just something. Well, I mean, I don't think that I was really, I don't think my my uh my parents really wanted me to have any experience <laughs> through life <laughs> no you know they, i no. mean if they well, wouldn't have let you watch all these strong female-led yeah. character shows maybe you'd be in a different place that's true i blame you parents yeah i'm a, i'm gay should let him watch you. the wonder years the odd couple all in the family but the awesome racist man Archie Bunker? Archie Bunker. Didn't they do a full... Didn't NBC just do a full... Yes. Remake? They reprised it. Reprised it with all new roles. I think it's Ellie like Colin Kemper Farrell was on or it. someone's in it. Yeah. Tons of famous people were in it. But then they also did a... Uh, didn't they do a Jefferson's? Yeah, they did. They did a Jefferson's did. version as well. Is it Jamie Foxx in that? I think it might be Jamie Foxx. Man. And I think the lady who played the maid... Came back... And reprised a role, her role, or, or maybe uh, came as a as a friend. Really, like, Carol O'Connor, she, man, that guy is an incredible actor. All in the family, in the heat of the night. I mean, he played some very tough roles, in the sense of like the character being a racist, or you know, like they were actually trying to do stuff with those shows. I don't know if people really received it at the time as what it was. Mm. You know, like Archie Bunker was a racist, but they weren't doing it to bring humor to racism. They were doing it to bring a light to an issue, right? And in in the heat of the night, I mean, it's a similar. It's not the same show, but they 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 cover really tough topics, especially at the time. If you think of when the show is being made, yeah. And that guy Um, is just an incredible. Again, I I don't think that I watched a lot of All in the Family, so I don't know. I mean, I did watch some. But I don't know if I remember a lot. Yeah. Oh, what about do 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 do? Uh, oh shoot! Was it? I was gonna sing the song, but now I don't remember what it how it goes. Um, whatever happened to? Uh, yeah, the milkman, milkman the paperboy, paper boy, on TV. TV. Yeah, Full House. No, right? That's, That's not Full, full house. house. No, it's not. Everywhere you are. Oh, it is. That's not even what I was thinking of. What? What's the theme song that for what I'm thinking of? I don't know. I'm not oh, in your brain, uh, bro. I know. I know. Family matters. Oh. What was that fucking theme song? It starts off the same way, and they do the same exact intro for both because it's just like a bunch of shot. I mean, it's like the the basic '90s intro for a, a show. Where it's just, they turn around and they... Yeah. What Steve a, Urkel, man. It's a rare condition. This day and age. Is this the same artist that did that? Um, I think so. Okay, so let's listen to the voice. Yeah. So now let's just listen to Full House intro. I guess I could have just looked at the artist's name. Yeah. It's the same, like... Yeah. I don't know if this is the same guy. Yeah. It sounds like the same person. No, TV. Yeah. So here is Family Matters again. He did. He did. It's the same guy. What the fuck? His name is... 
Jesse's breaking drink- news here at nine beers deep. Breaking it's news. It's the same motherfucker. Oh, what the fuck? That's why my mind immediately went to Full House when I was trying to think yeah. of family matters because I heard his voice. Jesse wow. Frederick James Conaway. He did uh, theme songs for um, Perfect Strangers, Full House, Family Matters, Step by Step. Wow. That guy must have made a killing, huh? If he signed the right contract, that was. Yeah. <laughs> For every single one that comes out. I don't see a picture of this dude, though, so I don't even know what he looks yeah, like. Yeah, he must be ugly as shit then, huh? Oh, no. <laughs> I wonder if he ever dropped it. You know, like he was like at a bar and he was hitting you on know. someone and he was like, you know, I wrote the theme song for Family Matters. And they were just like, uh, <laughs> screaming in their pants like, yeah, I also wrote the theme song for Full House. Oh God! <laughs> like, I mean, that would have been me for sure. Actually, not for sure. I, I don't think I would have done that. But it's nice to know you have it in your pocket. You know, I we, cannot. We really should just change the name of the show to Rabbit Trail because that's yeah. all we do. We are yeah. on a thirty-minute Rabbit Trail. Yeah, right I have now. no idea what you were talking about. You were in the middle of a goddamn story. I know. Talking about something that had to do with. Mary Tyler Moore theme song, right? We were talking Dude. about throwing hats in the air, and that's what started Mary Tyler Moore. I can't even tell you. And not only that, I accidentally got rid of the news clip that I was reading. Oh, oh you were on news. We, you were on your first news. We were on news, and I was talking about the commercial that led the man to admitting to his son that he had cheated on his wife multiple times not even not even not even a real i mean the most reputable true honest source yeah the most reputable sources here only and i can't even tell you what about we're just gonna have to replay the tape and editing because i can't even guess how we got i don't all the way to theme songs. We dug a hole. Well, whatever Sorry, you everybody. said, whatever you this said, is... you were talking about that and you were talking about, and then you did the, the, the little theme for Mary Tyler Moore. And then we immediately started talking about our new segment that we are going to Man, do I feel future. like we skipped over some key details as to how we got there. I don't Definitely. know. Yeah. Because hey, I don't even have what, a clue. At this point, the people listening right now are going to know better than we know <laughs> what the fuck oh, we're yeah. talking about. They're going to be like, oh, yeah. These motherfuckers just. Uh, I was really hung up on the grammatical, like the, not even the gr- grammar, the phrasing of this opening sentence here. <sighs> I don't even want to tell this story anymore, ladies and gentlemen, but like, right. I'll, I'll, let's just real quick. Finish it so, up. Finish it up. This is the power of television, right? The th- they're pulling on our heartstrings, but it was a Honey Nut Cheerios commercial. And this is a quote from The Sun. Maybe it was something about the happiness of the actors and the nostalgia for the cereal. But whatever it was, he just went ahead, he being the father, and dropped the fact that he cheated, cheated on his, the son's mother like a bomb, said Harris, adding that at about 10 seconds into the commercial, right as the milk hit the cereal, his father looked at him dead in the eyes and told him he'd been unfaithful to his mother various times throughout his childhood. He just kept saying that he got married too young and he didn't really know what he wanted, all while looking at Buzz the Bee waving his honey stirring around. That's the power of television. That's the power of television. Guard yourself. Be careful because you'll be admitting things that you've long gotten away with. We're going to do it. And I only have two. I only have two for this segment here. And this is serious. This is serious. This man has been, um, uh, authorities have been searching for this man since July. So we really need to bolster together. This is in the Las Vegas area. Another reputable source here, the Huffington Post. So a masked thief still at large after he casually exited a Las Vegas adult store in broad daylight with a three-foot, 40-pound dildo hoisted over his shoulder. 
He just picked it up and walked out with it. Laura, a store employee who declined to give her last name, told the Huffington Post on Tuesday. The dildo itself uh, is actually a sex toy named Moby that retails at $1,250. A dildo, three feet long and 40 pounds. Oh my God, that is, that's, uh, it's like a dream. Um, that's like forever changer right there. Uh, yeah, that's like, well, I'm going to guess that it was probably like, there's no way that that could ever go inside of anyone. Right? Yeah, Google it. I dare you to Google it. Okay. I mean, I've seen enough large objects shoved into yeah, other people. Just Google Moby dildo and I guarantee you it'll come up. It's called Moby. Wait, wait, Moby dildo. You've seen videos of someone using Moby dildo? No, I just know what it's called because of this article. Oh, you want me to ruin my... Yes, I want you to. <laughs> yes, I need you to see this. So you do realize if I find it, it will be sent to you. And if you don't watch the video, I'm going to just take a million screen grabs <laughs> and it's going to just flood your fucking <laughs> phone, dude. Come on. <laughs> just look at it, you big baby. See if you can, I guarantee if you Google Moby all right, Dildo. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to do it. Moby Dildo. Yeah. Usage. 40 pounds, dude. What the fuck? I mean, you need to throw that in the gym. <laughs> Are people using it? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I told you. Oh, my God. Is it male or female? It's a female. Oh, I just don't want to see. Just do it, you big babe. All these. Uh, God damn it. Are you afraid of a little vagina? No, it's just like these. What are we looking at here? That's pretty aggressive. I can't really... St- oh, what is that? It's like... What? Yeah, it's like a huge tongue. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like the Rolling Stones oh. emblem. Oh, my God. Oh, what? my God. I didn't like that. I didn't like the flick out. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my... What the hell are we watching? I don't know. You're the one who said pull out that video. Oh God, I'm so disgusted. This is why I'm gay. That That is why I'm gay. That woman is an athlete. I just can't. You couldn't do that on your best day. So the only videos that are really coming up of like the Moby Dick is it's literally uh, just the like video after video of the guy carrying it out of the store. Oh. So well, we can one... we can probably be done with it by now. Hey, wait, it's you, very you, aggressive. You don't want to keep watching massive latex dildos. That's like an understatement of what we just saw. I don't even know how to explain to anyone what we just saw. I mean, I okay. So the first one, like a wine that... bottle, would be no problem for these people. Oh no, no problem. Why would no? Why would a wine bottle why... be a problem? <laughs> I mean, big in first. They would have no trouble with that. That was incredible. Athletes. These people are athletes. Yeah. They have a gift because I can't even wrap my mind around. I did not know where you were going around with that statement. Yeah. I couldn't even uh, I couldn't yeah. even get a can of beer up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I definitely I don't think I, yeah, I definitely couldn't. A bottle of not beer. Not without a lot of practice. Um, it doesn't take that much practice. Oh, Jesus Christ. What do you think you get an Nalgene going or what? No, no. Again, beer bottle. That's not my, yeah, I could, I could shove a beer bottle up there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I wouldn't. Because what is I've, this show because, we're doing right I now? Don't know. <laughs> I mean, this little ball that what can just pick up his ass? Like, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't because of, the video that it's we watched your thing. with the, the what's his, what's he called? Bottle boy, right? Bottle guy. Bottle guy, where he like shoves the bottle up there and it shatters. So and like, he just sits there and just plucks it the shatters. glass out of it. It's horrible. It, it shatters. is one of the most graphic and disturbing videos I've ever seen. Cody and I have both watched it. I do not yeah. encourage anyone else to watch it because it's something that will damage. Oh, it's so disturbing. But I'm pretty sure it is called it makes bottle, my knees bottle, hurt boy, about it. bottle guy if you want to. 
Look yeah, it up. You can You're more than bottle welcome. guy. If you want a, another kind of disturbing thing, tub girl, man, that's another athlete right there. I don't even know how she does what she does. Just Google it. You'll, you'll instantly know what I'm talking about. Don't Google it. I'm here. I am. So Cody is the devil in this. I'm the <laughs> angel on your shoulder. I'm just gonna don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, it was man, that's one of those things that it, it guaranteed you'll see it and you'll have to have someone else see it so that you're yeah. not alone. Yep. Well, if you go watch it, just understand that we've seen it too, if that helps. Yeah, you're not alone. You don't have to damage one of your friends. We've yeah. seen it. Don't do We're that. there with you. We understand the weird feeling you feel and what if you if we have souls right. where your soul is located. We understand the weird damaged feeling that you yeah. now have in that area Absolutely. Of, your, of your body. The, 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 the parts of your soul that just, they kind of die. It just dies. Yeah, it's like you have like a, someone just took a hole puncher to it, you know, mm, just took a big yeah. chunk out of it. Yeah. But anyway, I don't even, okay, once again, why we should name the show Rabbit Trail. I don't even know why the fuck we're talking. Oh, because my, my news. Boop, boop, boop. This is the conclusion. Oh, boop, boop, boop. This has Wait. been a, a, an hour, an hour new. Do, 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 do. This is news. the hour long conclusion of the two <laughs> reputable news stories of serious news. One hour later, I hope you could follow it. I know you couldn't. That's all right. So something to look forward to is that we will have an upcoming segment. Just breaking down the Vic, Dick Van Dyke show. That's a great. Yeah, I'm super excited Episodes about that. the Dick that. Van Dyke show. We'll start from season one, episode season one. Season one. We'll so just, if you want to watch along, when this week. airs on Saturday, try to watch it on Sunday or yep. whenever sometime during the week because we're going to break it down the following week. Yeah, that's great. I love that. That's good. And then once we're through, because I think there's only like maybe like six seasons of Dick Van Dyke, maybe four. I maybe there are a few more. Fuck if I know, man. I don't remember. As soon as we're done with that, we can jump onto I Love Lucy. We'll go right into I Love Lucy, and then maybe maybe I Dream of Jeannie. Yes, I would love that. I'll give you a little teaser. I'll give you a little teaser for (laughs) next week. So Seth and I both come from bumpkin ass towns in Oklahoma, and let me preface this story by saying that everyone I mention in this. I have nothing but love for these people. Like they were a big part of my life. I really hope that someday their situation changes for the better. Mm. And I wish them nothing but the best. But there was a family that when I was, okay, so there was like a core group of us in this little town. One of my best friends growing up, his home dynamic was like interesting. I don't want to say it was bad. I'm just going to say, he stayed with us for like months at a time <clears throat> and his mom's an, is a wonderful woman, man. Her uh, just like, it was the craziest home situation. There's four brothers and they're all fucking insane people, like wonderful people. Like I love them. I grew up with them. Oh my God. Are they crazy though? So I was listening. My mom's called me to fill me in on this story about some stuff that happened recently. And this is a teaser. So this is all I'm going to tell you is that two of them, the younger, so one of them lived with me for months at a time, for years, off and on. His two younger brothers have been in and out of jail since fucking ever. And so anyways, now these two brothers, they live in a two bedroom trailer with their baby mamas who are sisters now, one has four kids, one has like a, three kids. It's a single wide trailer? It's a single wide, two five bedrooms. Five people? So one bedroom, one probably each end of this trailer, right? So a double wide. Well, maybe it is a double wide. Yeah. It, it has, I don't know. I know the trailer park they live in. I didn't really know it to be a double wide trailer park, yeah. but we'll give, them, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt and we'll say it's a double wide. My mom's had some interactions with them lately and I was like, well... How is the one that was causing the problems with her? And she's like, oh, he's back in jail. And I was like, oh, shit, for drugs? And she was like, for stabbing his brother in the brain with a fucking knife. Dude. Like, what? That's where I came from. Those are my people. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm ready to talk about family next week. Uh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm excited to talk about the street that I lived on, 606 
is what we will call it. I won't say uh, anything more, but man, 606 was a fucked up street. We, I will tell you stories about the rapists that lived across the street, the arsonists that lived next door, the people that tried, the, the rapist killer that tried to break into our house who eventually killed his sister, uh, <laughs> that yeah. was like a family friend. Uh, that's where we grew up. Like, that's where Cody and I grew up. We're just yeah, like, for real. Con- that's just, just constant, constant. I mean, you know, when you live in that kind of like area, there isn't a lot to do. And so no. it's either you're either really involved with like uh, church or religion, or you stay quiet and you just kind of stay out of the way, or you are like a huge, like, I don't want to say fuck up because that's, I, I, I feel like everybody should have a chance, but also, you know, and I feel like I've done shit in my life where people right. are probably like that. You're a fuck right. up, but I don't, so I want to put that, I don't want to use that term, but also I don't know what else to use. Right. Well, I mean, at some just, point you got to choose like, to be, but also when you're in that place, it's, it's a, it's a hard mindset to break away from which yeah. cody uh, we talked about this the other day i don't think we talked about it on the podcast maybe we just talked about it on the phone about how hard it is to break out of a that mindset that you know i can do whatever i i can i can do whatever i want yeah in the sense of like not in like i can like i can self-confidence wise do whatever i want because when you come from a place where it's very secluded where there's, and it's like you you are beat down and it's kind of like, and you don't, your ideologies don't line up with the ideologies of maybe your family or like the church that they attend or anything like, does that right. make sense? Like, Oh yeah, totally. So we'll talk about our, our hometowns in the next episode. Yeah. That'll be uh, fun. A lot of, that'll be fun. A lot of shit. Jesus Christ. A lot of shit. And still a lot of shit, but anyway, a couple of hours. Anything else to say? On this bullsh- Oh my god, what the fuck is in the background? Did you do that when I was away? What the fuck? Yo, why do you even need that many dildos? Don't yell at me. I need all the dildos. These are all... <laughs> These aren't even all of them. Oh my god. What the fuck? Oh. Uh, I just thought, you know, I feel like we needed a, a, just a lift up before we... Say our goodbyes. So Jeez. I think it might be your cheers this week. It's my cheers? I think so. So here is to film the things that we grew up with. Nostalgia, like how it shaped us, it educated us. It gives us joy now in these hard times as we're locked down, trying to find something. And if you haven't done it, I'm not saying live in the past. I'm just saying enjoy those good times if you can yeah. reminisce on them and know that you're pressing on to better times in the future. Love you all. Love you, Seth. Love Please you take all. the time to like and subscribe. Give us a rating on iTunes. Whatever is accurate to you yeah. is always whatever. Ask. Whatever podcast you use, Podbean, Apple, I believe that we're also whatever on it is. Google Play. We're on Pandora. We'll be on Spotify uh, soon. Spotify after this one. Yeah. So, whatever you feel is an accurate rating, that's all we ask. Is take a second, yeah. tap those number of stars. Leave a we'll little... Watch the first episode of Dick Van Dyke and join us next week. Yes. For our new segment. Our new segment. Cheers. Cheers. Love you, bro. Love you too, brother. Nine beers deep, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>